Oklahoma's own News on 6 starts now. First at noon, Tulsa firefighters are looking into the cause of a large building fire earlier today near Admiral in Yale. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. I'm Jonathan Cooper. And I'm Shannon Russo. News on 6's Joseph Holloway is on the scene with what he's learning from investigators. This is the property that used to belong to Jack's motorcycle repair, and now you can see what was left from that fire. There's a ton of charred debris right here, and then this building really is just kind of down to a pile of rubble after all of the after that really large fire that happened this morning. Take a look at the video. You'll see how high the flames were getting. They were even reaching as high as the treetops, and drivers were able to see it from I-244. It only took a few minutes for firefighters to knock down the heaviest flames, but they still had a few hot spots that flared up over the next hour and a half or so. Firefighters tell me that they searched the building and luckily they did not find anyone inside. And now the fire is under investigation. Admiral was shut down near Yale for about an hour, but the road has since reopened. In Tulsa, Joseph Holloway, Oklahoma Zone, News on 6. Temperatures are quite mild on this President's Day, even though the clouds have been pretty stubborn here in Tulsa this morning. Live look from downtown. Not a whole lot of sunshine to be had. A few little areas of sprinkles, some drizzle north of Tulsa as well. You see that kind of fading out over the last hour, but Pawhuska to Bartlesville, Coffeeville, Nawada, just, just enough to get the pavement uh, wet. That's about it. We'll continue to see that sink south. This is along and just out, out behind of a cold front that's slowly sliding in this afternoon. You can tell where the clouds are doing their work here along that front. Now, again, we're, a, we're still ahead of the front in Tulsa, so despite the clouds, we're in the 60s. 50s, noticeably cooler from Stillwater, Pawnee to Bartlesville, where you haven't had the chance to move much. And then where the sunshine is going to kind of get wedged right in ahead of the front. Okmulgee, 67. You fall to 69. McAllister, 70 degrees here at the lunchtime hour. So full-on spring across southeast Oklahoma. We'll kind of keep that divide. Here in Tulsa, we're kind of in between, so we'll climb into the mid-60s over the next couple hours before the front pushes through. Maybe a little sun by late in the day, but clouds probably going to hang tough for a good portion of the afternoon here in Tulsa. Again, southeast Oklahoma, as I just showed you, they'll continue to be 70s for the next few hours. But the mild temperatures are about to take a hike as that cold front drops back in. February temperatures settle back in pretty soon. And, yeah, believe it or not, there may be some light wintry weather potential later on in the week. So we'll talk about another abrupt change in seasons in the 7A here in a few minutes. All right, Stephen, almost feels like spring, almost. It feels nice, yep. definitely. Right. Thanks. Happening today, a fundraiser honoring the life of Moore High School senior Colby Crum will come to an end. Crum died over the weekend after police say he and five other students were hit when Max Townsend drove into them with his truck almost two weeks ago. Crum is now the third victim to die as a result of that crash. Rachel Freeman died at the scene and Euridia Martinez died in the hospital. Basically, he's grown up before our eyes, so and he's one of our elite runners. The fundraiser includes long and short-sleeved t-shirts with the words Colby, More Strong, and Heart of a Lion. You can still get those at the website you see right there on your screen. The man suspected in that hit-and-run, Max Townsend, is expected in court tomorrow. Townsend was charged earlier this month after police say he hit those six more high school students, then left the scene. He's now facing 13 charges. That includes first-degree manslaughter, DUI, and leaving the scene of an accident. Prosecutors say Townsend was going about 80 miles per hour in a 30 mile per hour zone when that crash happened. Japanese officials have confirmed 99 more people on a quarantine cruise ship off Japan are infected with the coronavirus, bringing the total number to 454. More than 300 Americans taken off the Diamond Princess are back in the U.S. this afternoon, including 14 who tested positive for the illness. Nancy Chin has the latest from New York. 
Crews in protective suits greeted Americans as they arrived at Lackland Air Force Base in Texas early Monday, shortly after another plane full of evacuees landed at Travis Air Force Base in California. They all left the Diamond Princess cruise ship, quarantined off Japan, which now has more than 450 cases of the coronavirus. Cheryl and Paul Molesky were among the evacuated Americans. We're exhausted, but we're on the plane, and uh, that's a good feeling. The State Department says 14 of the evacuees have tested positive for the illness, but showed no signs of symptoms. Those passengers were held in isolation on the flights and will continue to be isolated. You could be infected and have minimal symptoms, but you still have the possibility of transmitting it to someone else. The other returning travelers will be under a 14-day quarantine at the military bases. Not all Americans evacuated. Some stayed on the ship, including the husband of Rebecca Frazier of Oregon. She's being treated for the virus in a hospital in Tokyo. It's a strain mentally, emotionally, um, you know, we have lives to get back to back home. And I get that they need to make sure that we're clear. But once we're clear, we need to go home. There's also an issue with another cruise ship, the Westerdam in Cambodia. Health officials are working to track down more than 2,000 passengers and crew members who got off the ship. They had been given the all clear, but then an American woman who had been a passenger tested positive for the virus. Nancy Chen, CBS News, New York. Organizers of the Tokyo Marathon have canceled the event for all but elite runners because of concern over the coronavirus outbreak. About 38,000 runners had registered for the race, which was scheduled for March 1st. As concerns over the spread of the coronavirus continue to grow, we are hearing from a Tulsa teacher who is now being monitored for any signs of that illness. Kathy Esley has been teaching grade school over in Beijing, but is now back in Oklahoma under travel monitoring. She says she has to take her temperature twice a day and note any symptoms she may have. Esley is teaching online classes for Chinese students in her Tulsa home. She says she is glad to be back in the U.S. where people are taking the threat more seriously. We started hearing of people dying now from this pneumonia. And now all of a sudden it has a name and it's the coronavirus, and more people are dying. And so we just started, I mean, by then we were not going anywhere. We started staying in our apartments. The health department says if she does not get a fever by February 29th, that's in about two weeks, then she will be clear. Today is the annual Small Business Day at the state capitol. Since February 3rd, lawmakers have been working on legislation that could impact small business owners. This involves paid family leave and other employer mandates. They're also looking into increasing the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Small business owners from around Oklahoma will gather at the Capitol starting at 2.30 this afternoon. Two Tulsa Road projects started today and Crusade drivers should expect delays. Admiral Place on I-44 is narrowed down to one lane in each direction for a bridge rehabilitation project. Various other lanes will be closed on westbound I-44 at 129 East Avenue, also for bridge work. Both projects are expected to be finished up in May.